Chapter 7, in which Kanga and Baby Roo come to the forest and Piglet has a bath. Nobody seemed to know where they came from, but there they were in the forest, Kanga and Baby Roo. When Pooh asked Christopher Robin, how did they come here? Christopher Robin said, well, in the usual way, if you know what I mean, Pooh. And Pooh, who didn't, said, oh. And then he nodded his head twice, and he said, hmm, in the usual way. Uh-huh. And then he went to call upon his friend Piglet to see what he thought about it. And at Piglet's house, he found Rabbit, and so they all talked about it together. Well, what I don't like about it is this, said Rabbit. Here are we, you, Pooh, and you, Piglet, and me, and then suddenly... Oh, and Eeyore, said Pooh. Yeah, and Eeyore. And then suddenly... And Owl, said Pooh. Mm, and Owl. And then all of a sudden... Oh, and Eeyore, said Pooh. I was forgetting him. Here we are, said Rabbit, very slowly and carefully. All of us. And then suddenly we wake up one morning... And what do we find? We find a strange animal among us. An animal of whom we have never even heard of before. An animal who carries her family around with her in her pocket. Well, suppose that I carried my family about with me in my pocket. How many pockets should I want? Oh, 16, said Piglet. 17, isn't it? said Rabbit. One more for a handkerchief, too. That's 18. 18 pockets in one suit. I just haven't the time. There was a long and thoughtful silence. And then Pooh who had been frowning very hard for some minutes, said, I, I make it fifteen. What? said Rabbit. Fifteen. Fifteen what? Your family. What about them? And Pooh rubbed his nose, and he said that he thought the Rabbit had been talking about his family. What did I? said Rabbit carelessly. Yeah, and then you said, Oh, never mind, Pooh, said Piglet impatiently. The question is, what do we do about Kanga? Oh, I see, said Pooh. Well, the best way, said Rabbit, would be this. The best way would be to steal Baby Roo and then hide him. And then when Kanga says, hey, where's Baby Roo? We say, aha. Aha, said Pooh, practicing. Aha, aha. Well, of course, he went on, we could say aha, even if we hadn't stolen Baby Roo. Pooh, said Rabbit kindly, you haven't any brain. Oh, I know, said Pooh humbly. We say aha so that Kanga knows that we know where Baby Roo is. Aha means we will tell you where Baby Roo is if you promise to go away from the forest and don't come back. Now, don't talk for a while while I think. And Pooh went off into a corner and he tried saying aha in that sort of a voice. And sometimes it seemed to him that it did mean what Rabbit said. And sometimes it seemed to him that it didn't. I suppose that it is just practice, he thought. I wonder if Kanga will have to practice too, so as to understand it. Well, there is just one thing, said Piglet, fidgeting a bit. Well, I was talking to Christopher Robin, and he said that a Kanga was generally regarded as one of the fiercer animals. Now, I'm not frightened of fierce animals in the ordinary way, but it's pretty well known that if one of the fiercer animals is deprived of its young, it becomes as fierce as two of the fiercer animals. And in which case, aha, is perhaps a foolish thing to say. Piglet, said Rabbit, taking out a pencil and licking the end of it. You haven't any pluck. Oh, well, it's hard to be brave, said Piglet, sniffing slightly, when you're only a very small animal. Rabbit, who had begun to write busily, looked up and he said, It is because you are a very small animal that you'll be useful in the adventure before us. 
and Piglet was so excited at the idea of being useful that he forgot to be frightened anymore. And when Rabbit went on to say that Kangas were actually only fierce during the winter months, being at other times of an affectionate disposition, he could hardly sit still. He was so eager to begin being useful at once. Oh, what about me? said Pooh sadly. Suppose I shan't be useful. Oh, never mind, Pooh, said Piglet comfortingly. Another time, perhaps. Oh, without Pooh, said Rabbit solemnly, as he sharpened his pencil, the adventure would be impossible. Ah, oh, said Piglet, and tried not to look disappointed. But Pooh went off into the corner of the room, and he said proudly to himself, Impossible without me. That sort of a bear. Now listen, all of you, said Rabbit, when he had finished writing, and Pooh and Piglet sat listening very eagerly with their mouths open, and this is what Rabbit read out. Plan to capture Baby Roo. One, general remarks. Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me. Two, more general remarks. Kanga never takes her eyes off Baby Roo, except when he is safely buttoned up in her pocket. Three, therefore... If we are to capture Baby Roo, we must get a long start, because Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me, C1. For a thought. If Roo had jumped out of Kanga's pocket, and Piglet had jumped in, Kanga wouldn't know the difference, because Piglet is a very small animal. Five. Like Roo. Six. But Kanga would have to be looking the other way first, so as not to see Piglet jumping in. Seven. C2. Eight. Another thought. But... If Pooh was talking to her very excitedly, then she might look the other way for just a moment. 9. Then I could run away with Roo. 10. Quickly. 11. And Kanga wouldn't discover the difference until afterwards. Well, Rabbit read this out very proudly, and for a little while after he read it, nobody said anything. And then Piglet, who had been opening and shutting his mouth without making any noise, managed to say, very huskily, And afterwards? Ah, uh, how do you mean? When Kanga does discover the difference? Well, then we'll all say, aha. All three of us? Yes. Oh. Why, what's the trouble, Piglet? Oh, nothing, said Piglet. As long as we all three say it. As long as we all three say it, said Piglet. I don't mind, he said. But I shouldn't care to say, aha, all by myself. It wouldn't sound nearly so well. Oh, by the way, he said, you are quite sure about what you said? About the winter months? What, the winter months? Yes, only being fierce in the winter months. Oh, yes, 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 that's right. Well, Pooh, you see what you have to do? No, said Pooh Bear. No, not yet, he said. What do I do? Well, you just have to talk very hard to Kanga so she doesn't notice anything. Uh, oh, what about? Well, anything you like. Well, you mean like telling her a little bit of poetry or something? Yeah, that's it, said Rabbit. Splendid, now come along. So they all went out to look for Kanga. Kanga and Roo were spending a quiet afternoon in a sandy part of the forest. Baby Roo was practicing very small jumps in the sand and falling down mouse holes and then climbing out of them, and Kanga was fidgeting around and saying, Oh, just one more jump, dear, and then we really must be getting home. And at that moment, who should come stumping up the hill but Pooh? Good afternoon, Kanga. Oh, good afternoon, Pooh. Look at me jumping, squeaked Roo, and then he fell in another mouse hole. Oh, hello, Roo, my little fellow. We were just about to go home, said Kanga. Oh, good afternoon, Rabbit. Good afternoon, Piglet. Rabbit and Piglet, who had now come up from the other side of the hill, said, Good afternoon and hello, Roo. And Roo asked them to look at him jumping, and they stayed and looked. And then Kanga looked too. Uh, oh, Kanga, said Pooh, after Rabbit had winked at him twice. Oh, I don't know if you're interested in poetry at all. No, hardly at all, said Kanga. Oh, said Pooh. Roo, dear, just one more jump, and then we really must be getting home. And there was a short silence while Roo fell down another mouse hole. Go on, said Rabbit, in a loud whisper behind his paw. Well, well, talking of poetry, said Pooh, I made up a little piece. 
just as I was coming along. It went like this. Oh, let me see. Oh, fancy that, said Kanga. Come on, Roo, we really... Oh, no, you'll like this bit of poetry, said Rabbit. Yeah, you'll love it, said Piglet. Mm, you must listen very carefully, said Rabbit. Yeah, so as not to miss any of it, said Piglet. Uh-huh, yeah, said Kanga, but she still looked at baby Roo. How did it go, Pooh? said Rabbit, and then Pooh gave a little cough, and he begun. Lines written by a bear of very little brain. On Monday, when the sun is hot, I wonder to myself a lot. Now is it true, or is it not, that what is which, and which is what? On Tuesday, when it hails and snows, the feeling on me grows and grows that hardly anybody knows if those are these or these are those. On Wednesday, when the sky is blue and I have nothing else to do, I sometimes wonder if it's true that who is what and what is who. On Thursday, when it starts to freeze and hoarfrost twinkles on the trees, how very readily one sees that these are whose, but whose are these? On Friday... Oh, yeah, yeah, isn't it, said Kanga, not wanting to hear at all what happened on Friday. Well, just one more jump, Roo, dear, and then we really must be going. Rabbit gave Pooh a hurrying up kind of a nudge. Oh, uh, talking of poetry, said Pooh quickly, have you ever noticed that tree over there? What? Where, said Kanga. Now, Roo, come on. Right over there, said Pooh, pointing behind Kanga's back. No, said Kanga, jump in, Roo, dear, and then we'll go home. Oh, you ought to look at that tree over there, said Rabbit. Should I lift you in, little Roo? And then he picked up Roo in his paws. Oh, look, I can see a bird in it from here, said Pooh. Or is that a fish? Oh, you ought to see if that's a bird from here, said Rabbit. Unless it is a fish. No, that's not a fish, it's a bird, said Piglet. Oh, yes, so it is, said Rabbit. Oh, but is that a starling or a blackbird, said Pooh. Mm, that's the whole question, said Rabbit. Is that a blackbird or is it a starling? And then, at last... Kanga did turn her head and look, and at that very moment that her head was turned, Rabbit said in a loud voice, In you go, Roo! And then in jumped Piglet into Kanga's pocket, and off scampered Rabbit with Roo in his paws as fast as he could. What, where's Rabbit? said Kanga, turning around again. Are you all right, Roo, dear? And Piglet made a squeaky Roo noise from the bottom of Kanga's pocket. Uh, Rabbit had to go away, said Pooh. I think he thought of something he had to go and see about suddenly. Oh, and Piglet? Oh, I think Piglet thought of something at the very same time, suddenly. Oh, well, then we really must be getting home, said Kanga. Goodbye, Pooh. And then in three large jumps, she was gone. Pooh looked after her as she went. Oh, I wish I could jump like that, he thought. Some can and some can't, and that's just how it is. But there were moments when Piglet wished that Kanga couldn't. Often, when he had had a long walk home through the forest, he'd wish that he were a bird. But now he thought jerkily to himself at the bottom of Kanga's pocket, If this is flying, I'll never really take to it. And as he went up in the air, he said, Oh! And as he came down, he said, Oh! And he was saying, Oh! 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 All the way to Kanga's house. And of course, as soon as Kanga unbuttoned her pocket, she saw what had happened. And just for a moment, she thought that she was frightened. But then she knew that she wasn't, because she felt absolutely sure that Christopher Robin would never let any harm happen to baby Roo. So she said to herself, Oh, if they are having a joke with me, I will have a joke with them. Oh, now then, Roo, dear, she said, as she took Piglet out of her pocket. It is bedtime. Aha, said Piglet, as well as he could after his terrifying journey. But it wasn't a very good aha, and Kanga didn't seem to understand what it meant. A bath first, I think, said Kanga in a cheerful voice. Aha, said Piglet again, looking anxiously for the others. But the others weren't there. 
Rabbit was playing with Baby Roo in his own house and feeling more and more fond of him every minute, and Pooh, who had decided to be a Kanga, was at the sandy place on top of the forest practicing his jumps. Well, I'm not at all sure, said Kanga in a thoughtful kind of voice, that it wouldn't be a good idea to have a nice cold bath this evening. Wouldn't you like that, Roo dear? And Piglet, who had never really been fond of baths at all, shuddered a long and indignant shudder, and he said, in as brave a voice as he could muster, Kanga, I see that the time has come to speak plainly. Oh, you funny little Roo, said Kanga as she got the bathwater running. No, I am not Roo, said Piglet loudly. I am Piglet. Oh, yes, dear, yes, said Kanga soothingly, and imitating Piglet's voice too. Oh, so clever of him, she went on, as she took a large bar of yellow soap from the cupboard. What will he be doing next? What can't you see? shouted Piglet. Haven't you got eyes? Look at me. Oh, I am looking, Rudia, said Kanga, rather severely. And you know what I told you yesterday about making faces? If you go on making funny faces like Piglet's, then you'll grow up to look like Piglet. And then think how sorry you'll be. Now come on into the bath and don't let me have to tell you it twice. And before he knew where he was, Piglet was in the bath, and Kanga was scrubbing him firmly with a large lathery flannel. Ah, cried Piglet. Let me out, I am Piglet. Ah, uh, uh, don't open your mouth, dear, or the soap might get in, said Kanga. Oh, there, what did I tell you? You you did that on purpose, spluttered Piglet as soon as he could speak again, and then accidentally had another mouthful of lathery flannel. Yes, yes, that's all right, dear, don't say anything, said Kanga. And then in another minute, Piglet was out of the bath and being rubbed dry with a towel. Now, said Kanga, there's your medicine, and then off to bed. Oh, uh, what medicine, said Piglet. Oh, to make you grow up big and strong, dear. You don't want to grow up small and weak like Piglet, do you? Well, then. And at that moment, there was a knock at the door. Come in, said Kanga, and in came Christopher Robin. <gasps> Christopher Robin, Christopher Robin, cried Piglet. Tell Kanga who I am. She keeps on saying that I am Rue, and I am not Rue, am I? And Christopher Robin looked at him very carefully, and then he shook his head. No, you can't be Rue, he said. I have just seen Rue playing at Rabbit's house. Oh, well, said Kanga. Well, fancy that. Oh, fancy me making a mistake like that. There you are, said Piglet. I told you so, I am Piglet. But Christopher Robin shook his head again. Oh, no, you're not Piglet, he said. I know Piglet very well, and he is quite a different colour as that. Piglet began to say that this is because he had just had a bath, and then he thought that maybe he wouldn't say that. And as he opened his mouth to say something different, Kanga slipped the medicine spoon in and then patted him firmly on the back and told him that it really was quite a nice taste after you got used to it. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Piglet, said Kanga. I wonder who this can be. Uh, perhaps it's some relation of Pooh's, said Christopher Robin. What about a nephew or an uncle or something? Kanga agreed that that's probably what it was, and said that they would have to call it by some kind of name. Uh, I think I'll call it Poodle, said Christopher Robin. Henry Poodle for short. Just when it was decided, Henry Poodle wriggled out of Kanga's arms, and he jumped to the ground, and to his great joy, Christopher Robin had left the door open, and never had Henry Poodle Piglet run so fast as he ran right then, and he didn't stop running until he got quite close to his house. But then when he was just a hundred yards away, he stopped running, and he rolled the whole rest of the way home so as to get his own nice, comfortable colour back again. And so... Kanga and Roo stayed in the forest, and every Tuesday Roo spent the day with his great friend Rabbit. And every Tuesday Kanga spent the day with her great friend Pooh, teaching him how to jump. And every Tuesday Piglet spent the day with his great friend Christopher Robin, and so they were all happy.